This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch bonus episode for the Patreon, for Tony Collette's Inner Circle, for the month of July in the year 2022. Ooh, baby. Mm-hmm. We've located ourselves. And here we are. This is this is exactly where and when we are. Okay, this is going to be a movie. We're going to do a movie that you all picked on a poll. Good job. And thank you. Good job. And thank you. Good job. And thank you to you. And um, okay, I know we don't normally do this. I know we don't normally do this. It's a bonus episode. We don't normally do we don't normally do check ins. But I just there's this is the only episode we're recording today. And so I I have something I have to get off my chest. And, <gasps> what is it? And I have to do it here and now. And here's the thing. <laughs> okay. Here's okay. the thing. This week I went to, with my dear friend Sammy, a 4D movie. <laughs> I knew it was going to be this. <laughs> what? This you week, did? This week I went to a 4D movie. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. You, you listeners, you've heard, you've heard Sammy talk about 4D movies. You've heard her say is the most fun cinematic experience she's ever had. You have heard, you have heard us say how much we got to do it. Got to do that 4D movie. Wow. What fun. What fun. And oh, I, I'm sorry, no. Sammy. I got to say, oh, no. I hated it. I had a feeling. I had a feeling she was suspiciously quiet after the movie. I was quiet because I I was saving it for the pot. I was doing what you do, and I was saving it for the pot. I wait. Which movie? Which movie did you see? Which movie? Lisa Thor. Love and Thunder, right? That's yeah, yeah. Thor Love and Thunder, the, the newest Thor release. I gotta say, Thor was a bad movie for it. I feel like anything with a lot of fight scenes kind of oh sucks. My God. Oh my god. Because I also enjoyed it less. <laughs> Top Gun was much more fun because it was more of just the like it pushing you back type of thing. Like it feeling like you're accelerating oh. and just kind of <laughs> twirling. But the fights, because the sea punches you and it really the rocks sea, okay, you around. Here's the thing. I've been like, oh, 40 movie fun. It like moves you around a little bit. It, like no, 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 no. I had to like hold myself. I was sitting next oh, to you. Oh, you can spill things. Your popcorn can fly out of your hands. We were sitting. <laughs> oh, oh my god. My I mean, so god. I'm I was sitting next to Joel. How long was the movie, too? It was probably like three hours long. Two hours, two hours, two hours. Thank God. It was only two hours. Okay, that's not so bad. But I... I hated it and I knew immediately that Joel hated it too the first time we got jostled and I like grabbed him on the seat and we I we I also like to be fair I it made me laugh so hard I was like laughing so hard I was crying but then I tr- like Joel said <laughs> boy he really really considered just getting out of his seat and sitting on the stairs next to it for the whole movie <laughs> You should be able to turn it off. You should have the option of like turning your chair off. Yeah, you should. And you can't. And you can't. Because it's the like moving back and the pulling you back part is like fun. But yeah, during the fight scenes and any action sequence, it's not only is it punching you, it's jostling you side to side in like the crazy. It's truly just like, like you're just like, and you have no control over it. I couldn't tell you. I didn't pay attention to the movie at all. I don't know what happened in that movie. I didn't watch the movie. Didn't watch it. Don't know what happened. Don't know if I like. 
liked it. No idea. I, but I know that I hate 40 movies and I don't know that I will, I don't, I don't know that I'm giving it another chance. I'm sad to hear it. I'm devastated. I know. I'm real. I really am sorry, but man, oh man, I fucking hated it. Well, I'm glad you gave it a shot. I'm sorry you didn't love it as much as I do. It's okay. okay. I do agree that it was a worse, a worse time than Top Gun was, obviously. How could it not be? Obviously. But I will continue to go to 4D movies for the, until the day I die. I mean, I think that's absolutely great. And I'm, I'm so, so thrilled that, uh, that our friend, your friend, Josh likes them as much as you do so that you can continue to do that with him and not with me. <laughs> well, I know that in the past I got a, I, just another little thing to throw in here, a separate topic, but another little catching up thing. Mm. I know I've previously talked a big talk about not having any wisdom teeth. <laughs> but I lied. I have one. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow! Thank you for coming clean. <laughs> it just sprouted up. It sprouted up, <laughs> and it's been bothering me. And it's because the tooth has been bothering you, or an earth lie. <laughs> the huge lie. <laughs> the, tooth, the tooth. The tooth. The tooth. Okay. Uh, the lie sits fine with me. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I wouldn't have revealed it if it wasn't. If I wasn't currently in pain. Oh no. So it's been hurting, and I think it's because I had a tooth dream the other night, <gasps> which I think I was like grinding hard or something, and it mm. it bled into my dream. But also. There is some tooth stuff in this week's movie. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I think this goddamn movie gave me a tooth dream that then oh, made my no. wisdom tooth hurt. My, oh, singu- no. my single wisdom tooth. Wait, hurt in like what way, though? I don't know. It-, it just like feels sensitive. The gum around it feels sensitive. Mm-hmm. Like um, you might need to get it out. Like it's pushing. Well, it's already in. It's like fully in your mouth, right? Like it's above the gums. No, it's under gums. No, it's under the gums. Because sometimes they say if you have an uh, if you don't have one to match it. That's why you have to get it taken out because it doesn't have anything to like meet its pressure, you know? Right. So it can cause like more pain or problems that way. But I just don't know. It sometimes hurts and then stops hurting. So Hmm. let's pray that it stops again. Let's pray that it stops. If not, I'll go to the stupid dentist. Actually, I love my dentist. (laughs) Shout out Dr. Chong. He's the best. (laughs) Do you love a good dental experience? But let's talk about the movie that our patrons chose for us to talk about today, which is The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Here we go. The first movie, I think, with one of our names in the title. Oh, my God. (gasps) I also say this movie has been nearly chosen so many times in the yeah. past almost three years. Like this has been a near a near recap many, many times and thrilled for Emily Rose that she has finally made it. She's finally here. made it. She finally made the won the freaking poll. Uh, this movie came out in 2005. It was directed by Scott Derrickson, which I had no idea. He is the director <gasps> of Sinister and The Black Phone. Oh my God. I Here had we absolutely are. no idea that he directed this. What a clinkadink. Sinister was 2012, so this was seven years before that. It was written by Scott Derrickson and Paul Harris Boardman. It is starring Jennifer Carpenter, Tom Wilkinson, J.R. Bourne, Campbell Scott, Mary Beth Hurt, and Laura Linney. Laura Linney. Oh, weird cast. Jennifer Carpenter, she's from Dexter? Yep. Okay. She's great in this. I think she is. Is she Emily Rose? Yes. 
Mm. Oh, fun. Uh, she's very, very good. Her performance is very unsettling. And mm. I, I'm, I knew like very little about this movie other than the title. It says a lot in the title. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for this just because, um, I mean, I'm probably going to hate it, but but it's been a long time since we've done like a demony horror, mm-hmm. supernatural type. You know, we've been doing, I don't know, uh, there's other kinds of movies. Yeah. <laughs> and this feels like classic. You know, this feels like a return to form. That's right. It has a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, Oop. 46 on Metacritic, 6.7 on IMDb. Can't budge okay. that IMDb score. And okay, its budget was 19 million and it made 145.2 million. Pretty good success. Scott Derrickson, good for you. (laughs) Good for you. Some trivia is that Jennifer Carpenter's audition was so convincing and scary that the director decided to cast her right then on the spot. Whoa. Which I feel like that feels rings untrue to me. Yeah. It definitely does. I mean, maybe in his head he thought, oh, I'll cast her. But I'm sure he didn't actually cast her in that moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know that that's how that works. But yeah, perhaps he was like, well, that's we we found her. Yeah, that's done. Yeah. A lot of the trivia was surrounding Jennifer Carpenter's ability to kind of contort her body in unsettling ways and just that... Uh, Scott Derrickson also uh, originally planned to do a lot of VFX work to make her scarier, but then dialed it way back because Jennifer Carpenter was just really good at doing scary things with her voice and body. (laughs) Wow. What a talent. I know. (laughs) Oh, it's based on a a true story, did you say? Yes. Sorry. Is that that a spoiler? No, the true story is... Real gnarly, and oh. I think yeah. Let's talk about it at the end. Okay, okay, okay. This is interesting to say, but this movie made me believe in demons less. <laughs> <gasps> interesting. I wonder how. I'm curious to know what that thought yeah. process is. Okay, people really love this movie, and people think it's it's very very scary. Okay. Um, I thought it was both bad and not scary. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was really shocked. I think if I had seen it in 2005, absolutely, it would have rocked my world. I would have been terrified. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it, it's it's well made, and again, Jennifer Carpenter is like so good in it and scary, but. There were a lot of things that weren't working for me and we'll get into Ooh. all of it. But mm. I was, yeah, I was surprised. I, ju- I, I was really, I think it was also really in the mood to like get really scared. And oh, yeah, that might have put a little too much pressure on it. Yeah. And it's been, it has been recommended so much that it's, and it's been top of mind for so long that yeah. maybe your expectations were really high. My mm. expectations were high. And I I just, sadly, it didn't deliver. I mean, it has a 44 on Rotten Tomatoes, so I guess some people also agree with me. <laughs> some people, yeah. Did you watch it at night? Was it spooky? Spooky outside? Yes. I, um, half of it. I had to finish it in the morning. I fell asleep. I was so bored. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's a scathing takedown. Truly. You, if you to fall asleep in the middle of a horror movie is pretty bad. I know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm sorry, listeners that think this is like a very, very scary, good movie. I don't deny that probably at a certain time, this was one of the scariest movies. But for me, that's just not the truth at at this moment in time. It's interesting how these movies are always about 
like the priest or these ancillary characters around the person who's actually the victim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it seems like it's like a courtroom drama. Uh-huh. Well, because there, there'd be a, a an unreliable narrator because they're possessed by a demon. Right. Well, interesting, interesting. But I would kind of like to know her POV on everything, too. I'm yeah. curious about, about Emily Rose's story. No, you're absolutely right. And this plays like courtroom drama. That's my main problem with it. It is a, it's a procedural. It's mostly in court and it's so boring. Oh, weird. <laughs> and the real story that it's based on is absolutely fucking terrifying and like much scarier. And it just seems like. Mm. Are you going to tell us that now or after? We do I'll the tell recap? you at the end. I'll okay, tell you okay, at the okay, end. Okay. I'm really curious about that. <laughs> Let's get into this movie. We'll get through uh, the slightly more boring courtroom procedural version. And we'll end with a tasty, actually scary, true story. Tasty. Delicious morsel of a disturbing story. That's right. Let's get into it. Oh, boy. To hear the rest of this episode, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash TSDW podcast and join us in Tony fucking Colette's inner circle. There you'll get access to all of our previous bonus episodes, which include The Omen, The Green Inferno, and even a Paddington 2 watch-along. Wow, so something for everybody. You'll also get access to our Discord and to weekly trailer reaction videos, and you can vote in what we cover in our bonus episodes. It's a great place to be. You're going to love it. And if not, we will see you here next week with your regularly scheduled programming. We love you very much. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.